Welcome to the Mindful Runner Podcast, a show about running and racing, trail and ultra in South Africa. Along the way, we'll be talking training, gear, nutrition, and mindfulness, all in the context of the South African racing scene. I'm your host, Fred Richardson, founder and head coach at Mindful Runner. Stay tuned as I do my best to give you all the information and none of the waffle. At Mindful Runner, we use a number of different training metrics when it comes to prescribing training. The first one we use is training by pace. The other is training by heart rate. And the final one is training by rated perceived exertion. Today, we're going to dig into uh, rated perceived exertion or RPE and look at how that applies to your own training. Let's start out by defining what RPE is. So RPE is a scale. We use a scale of 1 to 10 which relates to the effort level that you feel where a, uh, 1 out of 10 would be you sitting still on the couch and a 10 out of 10 would be an all-out 100-meter sprint. And within that range, we normally start out with recovery runs being at about level 4, um, up to 5. Your endurance runs would be between 5 and 6. Um, and then once you start getting the more challenging aerobic work, you're running at an RPE of 7. 8 and 9, those are either side of your lactate threshold. So those are very hard um, and you'll feel the, the muscles definitely working there. And then the 10 is the maximum speed you can run. Also, what we can look at is we can look at using um, talking. So again, to go back to 4 or 5, you can tell stories, you can sing songs, you could sing the national anthem without really being concerned about your breathing. Running at a 5 or a 6, back to that endurance zone, we're talking about running where you can hold a comfortable conversation. Once you're at 7 in the steady state zone, you're looking at being able to say two or three sentences at a time before you have to breathe in. Um, and then when we're at 8 or 9, you can get out five, maybe seven words, one sentence at a time. Running at a 10, really the only thing you can do possibly is swear. We've spoken about how to find the bottom end of your aerobic zone, that point at which your breathing crosses over from being comfortable and easy to labored. There's also a crossover point when you reach your lactate zone. And that's the point at which you have, you've now increased your pace and you're running at a nice steady pace. Your breathing is deep and rhythmic. And as you increase pace, you will reach a point where your breathing starts to become a little bit ragged. It's no longer deep and rhythmic. You're now starting to have to work hard to breathe. If you just dial back that little bit, slow down a couple of seconds per K, back to the point where your breathing is deep and rhythmic, you can move up and down. Just by picking up pace, you can move into that uncomfortable space again, which is beyond your lactate threshold. So we want to do our lactate training just under that mark, just under the point where breathing becomes uncomfortable. So that's a brief explanation of what RPE is. Now, why, do you, why would you find it useful? You know, from a, an endurance running point of view, heart rate works up to about four hours beyond that. There's an effect called cardiac drift, which is basically when your heart is having to work harder as a result of you being dehydrated and your systems are 
not working as well as they used to, that your heart rate starts to move away from your, your effort levels. Um, and then when you're running longer, RPE or how you feel is a much more valid way of measuring um, your effort. Also for trail running, if you're a trail runner especially, running purely on heart rate or running on pace is really difficult when the terrain is changing a lot. Um, then it makes much more sense just to run on effort level. You'll also find that uh, even on the shorter events, you know, if you're running in a, a very um, area where there's a lot of trees around or where there's GPS interference, for instance, in a big city, an event like um, New York Marathon, where there's a lot of buildings around, can mess with your GPS. So if you're trying to time yourself based on what your GPS is telling you, you'll often be out by a significant margin when buildings are interfering with the signal. The only thing you can rely on then is what does the effort feel like. The final point on learning how to run on your RPE is we are the mindful runners. And part of mindfulness and an important aspect of mindfulness for us as endurance runners is learning how to plug into our bodies and understand what's happening in our bodies. RPE plays a significant role in you getting a better understanding of how your body is responding to the environment around you. Um, we'll dig into RPE um, in a number of other talks in the future, but that's it for this one. I hope it's clear enough and you understand the use and the value of running on RPE. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to know more about Mindful Runner, check us out at mindfulrunner.co.za on Instagram. You can find us at Mindful Runner. In the meantime, enjoy your running, happy trails, and don't forget to subscribe.